Hi, this is Jim Ojula, the writer, director, co-producer, and special makeup and creature effects supervisor of Strange Nature, uh, the new eco-horror film out in theaters now, and you are listening to Without Your Head. Very good to have everybody here, and thanks everyone for uh, coming and watching Strange Nature. And let's see who we have here: Jim Ojala, director and writer; hey. Beth Meadows, hey, producer. Hi, hello, Big hello. Dave, Maddie. The uh, he was Joseph in the movie. He's also the editor. I noticed in the, in the editor movie. and stunt coordinator too. Oh, oh right. and everything. I and mean, yeah. There Man of many hats. trades here. Yes. A lot of hats. Hats, yeah. Oh, and he's got a different background. He was, uh, as Jim said, in the Millennium <laughs> yeah. Falcon, and now he's... Uh, uh, now that we go live, we've got to get all fancy. Yeah. Sure. Yes, I'm trying to be mature and adult about the whole situation. <laughs> Angela Duffy, who's Judy in the movie? Hi! Yeah, best birth ever. Yes, <laughs> yes. We have uh, Jonah here, who's Brody in the movie. Yeah, Jonah. Good to see you. He'll and, be here. He's and, coming. He's and coming. Carlos, who has a very cool, has very cool hair here, matches my brother's beard, who uh, who dyed his hair. Hey. Very nice. Greg in the film. It's very cool to have everybody here, and it was very cool to watch a movie with everybody. Yeah, thank you for doing that. It was yes, super cool you. to watch the comments and see where everybody's coming from, and yeah, yeah. that was cool. You saw that at one point, somebody was like, "Go, Brody, go!" You know, <laughs> like stab that sucker. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Brody, you were you were one of the the uh, fan favorites in the uh, in the watch party. Yeah, little joke. Yeah, <laughs> it's natural. Right? <laughs> Had all of you known each other before the movie, or some of you the first time? I knew Dave, Beth, and and uh, uh, Jim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all Wait, of us yeah, knew we... each other um, previous. And Jonah auditioned for the film, and that's where we first met Jonah. Everybody else, we had already previously known each other. Cool. Sometimes yeah. for really long. We had time. auditions. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. But you you think about it over the years, and knowing that we're making the movie and re- raising the money and going, and so we yes, we all knew each other except for uh, Lisa and and Jonah and Chuck and well I'll keep going but uh, yeah, yeah. but like yeah but, as far as like the principal cast yeah because we had John Hennigan uh, who plays Sam we also and knew we also other. knew John yeah yeah how did but, we know John Jim um I got hired on this really weird Danny Trejo movie to give John a bunch of fake tattoos right. and uh and we just got to be buds since then so it, yeah. it was just so funny I mean it's so great how things just unravel you know and you throughout the years when you're this is true independent filmmaking this is not a studio this is true independent filmmaking 
And I just, I don't know if people realize when people say independent. Well, it's a really it's broad term, really, honestly. I mean, it could be yes, like something that they, you made for $500 yes. or something. Even some movies that are like, I interviewed somebody once and I was like, I don't know how you did this for, you know, it's low budget. Like, well, it costs $35 million. I was like, oh, well. I mean, that's great, but I don't really consider it an independent film, you know, at that point. Yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll have a film that like, premieres at Sundance starring Brad Pitt, and somebody will throw that sexy term around independent because yeah. it makes you seem a little, a little, you got a little more street cred, but it's total bullshit. I was just about to say, we could have ruined your street cred by our many bromance dates to the movie theater, Big Dave and I, and then if they would have seen John Hennigan and I getting oh our nails God. done... Yes. We got a manicure, pedicure. Yeah. That would have just blown your street cat out of the water. Exactly. In a little town in the backwoods of Minnesota. Yeah. Like, perfect. It's Cedar true. Rapids. Yep. I saw him. I saw him. I know it's true. And then Big Dave, they... <laughs> we did our movie dates. That was fun. Yeah, that was a blast. We were, we were in Minnesota for 20-some-odd uh, days. Uh and yeah, and, and, and it was, it was, you know, the Minnesota Film Commission, if, if it hadn't been for them and all our friends and family and everybody, we would have never gotten this done. And we're just very grateful for all of that, honestly. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's a real Minnesota story that took place there. And it's just real unsolved ecological mystery. And, you know, over the years, I mean, Beth started trying to help me get this made going way back to 2003 yep. is where we just started to get this out there. And uh, we had so many ups and downs over the years and producers that would come on board for a minute in, but if we take it to Bulgaria for like the cheap labor and, or Louisiana and, and it was just like, no, it's gotta be, it's gotta it's be, gotta be in it's, if it's Minnesota. not in Minnesota, it has to be at least Midwest. That's where we got close for shooting in Iowa at one point. And then, um, and then that was a whole other like disaster. Oh, yeah. of, if like, if Minnesota, Minnesota was amazing in, in the film office went above and beyond in locations and helping us put everything together. And I mean, we were out in the boonies and we would say, okay, holy moly's, we need this. And, and somebody would make a call and that would show up. So you can't ask for anything well, we really better than needed that. somebody on the ground there where Beth and I were doing pre-production in LA on um, oh. like doing jobs in Brazil while we're in pre-production and uh, like effects jobs. And we got on this wonderful Minnesota producer, Jessica Bergren. Bergren. Jess, was, Jess. She was the one that was like locking in locations, just scouting, doing all that stuff that we weren't able to physically do. And she but brought we, in the crew, the crew. I mean, we, we had the best caterer who just jumped in out of nowhere, and that was because of Jess. And we were feeding 60 people three meals a day for 14, 20 days. A lot of frogs. <laughs> a lot of frogs. <laughs> they eat a lot. You know? so they got to keep well, those good, extra limbs. Thing, you know, to say, it's a good thing you found the ones with three or four legs. You, you, and to answer, somebody asked the question about were the frogs real? Right. They were real. Yeah, we did. During our pre-production, we were trying to figure out, you know, how we could create the fake frogs. And, and, uh, and then we realized, like, wait a minute, it's a real thing. Maybe we could get the real thing. So I started doing research, and we got a bunch of um, support from the environmental community. 
from the ecological community. And we got the leading U.S. ecologist that's still studying these cases to come on board as our consultant. Because like a lot of the people in that community feel screwed over by the government, by the news media for just brushing this under the carpet after the mid-90s when no cause was found. It wasn't sexy anymore to talk about. So they're like, finally, somebody's making a movie about this. So through those contacts, we were able to get the live specimens to have. And my brother was raising them in Minnesota. So we would, we would shoot close-ups when we could. And then we had um, a bunch of live ones to shoot when we did principal photography. And that scientist actually played a part in the movie, too. He was the one who came in with a, with a black bag and oh, said really? to Trent, we have to talk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was his, like, he, he was so psyched about us making this movie. Because yeah. he saw us for years, too, trying to get this made. So when we finally got going, he was like, I'm flying out. I will do, I would love to do a part. I just want to be involved. You know? so, Has he seen I mean, the finished movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Huge fan. He loves, he loves that, like, he was even on set, and he was, like, kind of hearing some of the dialogue that I'd written that I had, like, our science teacher say, and he was like, oh, he was like, yeah, that's smart. He was like, that's, that's real science. <laughs> you know? He was like, you're not just, like, bullshitting, you know? <laughs> he was like, you did your homework. Yeah. And, okay. and his work, his work is actually, he's actually found a way to, they're looking at um, taking genes, going further with the mouth. Mal, what do you call him? That's Beth Meadows live from the set of Blair Witch 3, ladies and gentlemen. She's in South Carolina. Ain't no, ain't no lights there. You know? yeah, like, we've actually no been seeing the, put, the, the but, sun go down while she's been on uh, right. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I was going to say that he's, he's actually taking this to science this this knowledge that from the malfunctions and mal, malformations malformations um, and able to help people that have the different diseases and to create this so it's turned into something really powerful for him and he was instrumental in getting this helping us put all this together and making sure that we stayed on target and, and truthful to what was really happening and the and and one and there's one frog still alive the big toes bud, that bud. was in, in the classroom but he's got that big arm sticking out of his side but yeah. is still alive My buddy marty in minnesota is taking I'm care of him he's, he's got we gotta, we gotta get him on here the, can he use it yeah no we have he, to bring we, bud on when we did the duluth minnesota premiere he was there as a guest of honor, oh, people really? could get their pictures with them and everything. It was awesome. He's a diva, though. It's, it's not just... <laughs> yeah. He's very slow. And, yeah. Yeah, he needs his own trailer. His own friend, yeah. buddy. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Uh, so, so, you see, you know, this is true. And you said you've been trying to do a uh, base, you know, in reality. And uh, you've been trying to make it since 2003. So, like, where did you, when did you, like, discover the story? And, you know, did it um, start? I was in high school. Dateline. Well, Dayline brought it to the rest of the country, but in 1995, I mean, I was still in high school, and uh, it was like hitting, it was like the front page of my hometown newspaper that all these kids on this hiking, uh, you know, excursion with school found all these deformed frogs with these extra limbs, misplaced eyes, eyes inside their throats, like really crazy stuff, and they didn't know what it was causing it, and then people started to look. And then it spread across the whole state. Turns out once they started looking, everybody had these deformed frogs. 
and they didn't know, was it a contaminant? Was it UV rays? Was it global warming? It was all these theories. Um, so that was in my mind. And then when I was trying to get my first feature going around the early 2000s, I was like, okay, well, it has to be, it has to be something I can take back to Minnesota because I can get all the locations for free. It's a very doable place for a truly independent film. And at that point, I'm a professional special makeup and creature effects artist. So I knew it had to involve that so I could have something tangible to bring to the table. So I was like, started thinking about that real life story and I started researching it and then I'm surprised to find it's still going on and still unsolved. So I was like, damn, like I got to make this movie before somebody else does. And that just, it started snowballing, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, Jonah, by the way, since uh, you weren't one of the people that knew everyone, uh, how did you get involved? Uh, I just auditioned with a, a long time ago. I remember casting director Jeff Pissero. Yeah. And, uh, and then Jim, I think, came to the second audition, the callback. And I think Lisa was also there, and she helped in the casting process, too. Yeah, yeah Lisa, our, our Lisa Sheridan, our lead, we had them, like, read together, too. So we could kind of see their chemistry, and just right away it clicked. You immediately bought them as having a history, and as, like, mother and son, and it just it, it clicked. Yeah, which, uh, unfortunately, you know, we brought up in the chat, but she passed away last year. Did, did she get yes. to see the finished movie? Oh, yes, yes. She, she, was, she was so proud of it. She got to be there at the L.A. premiere, and she was at the Minnesota um, Film Festival premiere. I mean, she was, she was over the moon for the film. I mean, it's, it was so insanely heartbreaking, her loss, but we're just so glad that she got to be a part of seeing the project yeah. all the way through because it meant so much to her. Mm-hmm. And I said, Joan, I thought you had a lot of chemistry with uh, with your grandfather, uh, Chuck, in the movie, Bruce. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> was those, was, yeah, that, was he fun to work with? Because, like, it really seems like you guys have a real, you know, uh, like a real uh, relationship. Yeah, he's a really authentic guy. It was easy to connect with him. Even when I was, like, 11, like, I don't know. <laughs> he was good to talking to kids, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Angela, now, were you part of the group that knew each other before uh, before filming? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. She was yeah, our heroine I, in yeah. Marvel's Eye. <laughs> yeah, when I first moved, <laughs> when I, I, think, I think it was when I very first moved to L.A., um, they found me on, like, Now Casting, <laughs> and I didn't audition. I just showed up at a <laughs> showed up at a house for Marvel's in, like in, in an alley in North it Hollywood. A house. It was an alley. <laughs> it was an alley, but I the house, and then there were like there were um, statue shadows in the window, right? <laughs> <laughs> Creepy <laughs> ass statue shadows. Yeah, and my manager's like, "If you need to turn around and call me, you do that." <laughs> it was, but I got there, and everybody was so nice. And we, I mean, we shot yeah the whole thing in the the alley all night long. Yeah, we were doing a, a show. We wanted to do a fan trailer of what a Marvel Zombies movie trailer would look like, mm-hmm. and we just started scouring like a casting site, and we saw Angela was like, "Whoa, it looks like she has some training." And man, she would make a killer Mary Jane. Like, let's see if we can get her. That's and, actually, yeah, I totally see that. Yeah. And, now, and the rest was history, and she was one of the most phenomenal actors I'd ever worked with, and I want her a part of anything I ever do. So yeah. when Strange Nature came in, it was like, okay, I got a great role for you. Yeah. Yeah. And 
And, uh, Carlos, uh, uh, Carlos, when you're working with uh, John Hedigan, who's, you know, people know him as a wrestler. I've interviewed him a bunch of times. Uh, what do you think of him as an actor? It's good. He's, he's very solid and he's offhandedly funny. And when he needed to be dramatic, there was a scene on the porch right before we go in to steal the baby. And, uh, he was on point. And you know, his warm up for that was almost like a wrestler. He, he's very efficient. Like, here's what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to do it. It was nothing about method or anything, but I was really surprised about how functionally and practically good he was uh, at, at switching from really offbeat humor to dead serious within a second. And uh, I was impressed. I really was. He, he took the, he took lead. Yeah. There's my daughter, Riley. For people who don't know, I also do a, a professional wrestling podcast. And so I've had him on the, I've had him on the wrestling show and oh, on the horror awesome. show. So he's a crossover, but yeah. And, I mean, and, and it come. In combination, I'm sorry, with Justin Overlander, who was just, Justin was just Justin. He was authentic backwoods Minnesota. I, mean, I know that's not where he's from, but it was, right. a great, it was just a great mix. Oh, it, it was. It was just really fun. Yeah. yeah. And then, and, David, and how about John your fight scene? Blast. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I was, I was going to say, John was a blaster in the whole fight stuff. Because, I mean, you know, uh, he's used to taking hits. and But, you know, still, when you're, when you're on board a project as an actor – you don't, you know, you don't have to be the, you know, you don't have to be the one that's taking the hits. And, uh, and so I said to him, I, I remember fairly early on, we were talking about it and I was like, um, how do you feel about going through a table? And he was like, Oh, hell yes. And I was like, Oh, cool. Okay, great. It's gonna be fun. Uh, so, and he's used to doing it on the concrete wearing a speedo. And so, uh, you know, being able to do it with a, uh, with a gator back under his costume was, uh, was just wonderful for him. Well, and the and the trailer that Joseph lives in, where all that action goes down. If I remember correctly, I think originally we were just going to put him through the table, and then we realized like they're going to tear down that trailer, so we could do whatever the hell we want to it. So then it was like, John, do you, could we throw you through the wall too? And he was like, Hell yeah! And I was like, Oh, well, what, what else can we do? Fire! Destroy this The trailer was on fire. I remember that scene was for the amount of action and stunts and vase breakings and, uh, you know, eye gouging to get it all done pretty much in one evening, as I yeah. recall. Yeah, it was one was, long, long it night. Was one I mean, that very was amazing. Long. Jonah, do you remember how long? That I do. Time? I remember shooting at like 3 a.m. So, Jonah, you should go take a nap and come back. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. I know, I know. It was, it was, it was, it, it, it. And it's the same with Angela made that birth scene so real that I felt really bad being a part of it oh, because her yeah. reaction was so solid. It's like, I know we're just filming a movie, but I don't want to be stealing no baby to go kill it. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's just wrong. Because her reaction, like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, and she's already like just sweaty and worked up and everything, and yeah, and, uh, and just falling apart. And it's like, no, that night I remember specifically, like it really stands out. Where it was one of those, it was dark. It was really dark, and it felt like everybody needed to go take a shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, how about yourself, Angel? Yeah, what was that? Was, what was it like to film? Is it? Do you remember? What's up? Uh, what was it, was it like, Angela, for you to film that? Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> It paused, so I didn't hear the 
That's if you say right. my name, sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, that that particular scene. Mm-hmm. How was it to film? Yeah. Um, because they, yeah, they said it was, it was dark, it just was and you know, and they're not the it one you formed a really. Formed a really a connection with the baby, you know, and um, and it was really tough. Even like my husband, when he watched, he was like, "Oh gosh, that's you know," he's like, "Yeah, well," you know, like hearing the noises is like, "Oh goodness," you know, and um, yeah, it was it was it was tough. You but, had, and you had a long, long I mean. Just going into all of that, traveling and coming in yeah, like she, to Minnesota. He had to just get off a plane and pretty much go right to like and to love yeah, and, to they, deliver, <laughs> and deliver some really heavy stuff. Well, the delivery, it was, you know, the delivery scene. It was, there was a part of me I was like, I don't know if I could keep, if I could keep doing this. <laughs> like, I didn't know like it came out like it came from you know, that's just as an actor it happens like just it just came <laughs> and just all this emotion for this baby and um and then like each each take we did I was like I don't know if I can where I don't know <laughs> and and Jim just said I believe in you Angela I believe in you and and then I I, I don't know how many takes we did of of that but I know it was more than one yeah so it was like, like five I don't know yeah, it was about it was like it was a good handful yeah yeah it was <laughs> It was also one of those where it, that's one of those things. Yeah, sometimes directors will overwork an actor and it's not necessary, but that's one of those situations where the more kind of beaten and exhausted you are, it really works. Yeah. I mean, it was something else. So between t- really takes, Jim was beating her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. I, was I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> he was opening the door and letting in the mosquitoes to drain her. Yeah, those are downsides of Minnesota. Mosquitoes, unpredictable weather. No, like, no, some cell, no cell service, no cell yeah, service. Yeah, we, we shot most of this six. film in the backwoods where there was no cell service. We couldn't even email people call sheets. It was hard. I mean, it was... Yeah, it was, just it was communication. tricky. Just, mm-hmm. hey, guess what time we need to be on set and the location and where it is. Oh. <laughs> well, when you started, you said, you know, that the movie, some people don't think it's like an independent movie, but I think that's uh, part of the movie because it has such a, a high production value. I mean, it looks like it would be, you know, a big budget movie. And probably a lot well, of that is, you know, the locations. Thank you. Right, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it we love, and that's that's due to Jessica Bergman. She's the one who got us all the locations there. Yeah. So hats off to to Jess. Definitely. Do you still have the baby? Actually, that was in the movie. Uh, yeah. The one that Stephen Tobolowski is holding in the news conference. Right. That he's looking <laughs> down and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, that one got uh, sold off to a Kickstarter. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Basically, a bidder, um, which was one of the one of the ways I was able to make the film was by pre-selling the baby. So, um, so there you go. And then the other baby. If someone just um, tuned in right now, they don't know what's going right? on. They're like, whoa, like, what kind of going, movie they make? Oh, yeah. we're flagged. This is flagged. Um, and then Angela's baby is sitting prominently in my office. Little Danielle. And, oh, Danielle. Yeah. Danielle. Which ended as, weirdly enough, my sister's name. Yeah. So oh, it was like, that. oh, so, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. And 
Ask Jim about the real baby that's in the very end oh, of the Oh, okay. Movie. The real baby. Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. I, hopefully that was yeah. not auctioned off. No. <laughs> no. And that's <laughs> and, and, and Big Dave and Big Dave and the whole that whole thing. Well, we did. Um, originally, we had a special effects baby, like just kind of like a stunt baby that we were going to put in and uh and have her hold and, and then we're like we're getting to the 11th hour of shooting that scene it was like damn like i don't know if this is gonna really sell like if we could get a real baby that would be awesome is there anybody that knows oh, a baby? <laughs> we need a real baby we need a real baby and then Brittany, who is uh britney who was on our production team yeah. she made some calls and came to us and she was like i i got a baby it'll be here in an hour yeah, you know, we've got to pay a little bit of money for the baby. But I got it. And it yeah. was like, oh, crap, yes, yes. And then, uh, so we got the baby, and then we put, did a little makeup on its neck, um, and then uh, we shot a, a plate in L.A. of this, like, fake eye moving around in this piece of flesh with tracking markers that Big Dave did, and then Big Dave was able to digitally put the fake third eye that pokes through the skin and comp it on the real baby's neck, right. and it looked so cool. It looks great. Yeah, it does look awesome. So, I, <laughs> but yeah, like, if you wouldn't, if you if we would have had a fake baby, it's like we would have been so. Oh, sick. So we were scrambling for a real baby, like in the middle of the night, and the, and, and that shot is our, so close up. It's like it's just, there's no way to cheat it if that's not real. So, uh, Dave, uh, like um, when when you guys are talking about doing the movie, was it always you were going to uh, be in it, or did that come later? Like, uh, are you more a production guy or an actor normally? No, I'm, uh, I'm more actor and stunts. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, I was, uh, I was always going to be in it. Uh, and then other things evolved from that. Um, you know, I was, uh, Jim and I have known each other for a really long time. And so, yeah, we go back to, I mean, big day was the toxic Avenger. My first, oh, really? first movie I worked on. So like we've been buds since citizen toxic, toxic Avenger part four. So like he was, he was involved in 99. Yeah. So big day was a part of this, like from the get go, I knew he was going to be in it. He knew he was going to be in it. In fact, years before, probably six, seven years before we even made the film, we were doing test makeups on big Dave at like, our little home studio, and then we would drive out to like a grocery store and have him like creep out people Walking around the parking lot. Split lip and his <laughs> big forehead and check reactions. I mean, we were doing that for years before we even shot. You know, yeah, it was it was wild. Like people, you know, it, I was basically just walking around the parking lot asking people for directions. And I was hiding behind cars, like videotaping him and shit. Oh, good okay. <laughs> bonus features. It was awesome. Yeah, yes. and, and nobody was day. like. Hey, is that, is that actually, makeup? Everybody <laughs> bought it. Everybody bought it. There was that one guy that couldn't quite look at you. He just kind of like pointed that way, yeah. and he didn't want to look at you, though. <laughs> yeah. Dave actually helped us put together the Toxic Shock Fest that we did and the fundraiser we did in Minnesota in 2003. Yeah, we so, were yeah. a publicity event. We didn't even have a script yet. We were already doing publicity events. You know, he's just... When you're doing indie films, you, you try everything to get the ball rolling. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chuck Marahue here in the chat, he says that he has picks to prove it, I assume, of uh, of Dave's. Uh, yes. Hey, Chuck. Out. How you doing, buddy? Chuck. By the way, how did that come about, you playing the Toxic Avenger? 
Um, that was, uh, geez, that, uh, uh, let's see, a buddy of mine from, uh, my acting class, uh, again, by the name is Zork. Um, he, uh, he had been involved with trauma for a really long time and he basically said, Hey, they're, they're auditioning for the next movie. You should go do it. And I went down and auditioned and then, uh, something, something insane, like 14 callbacks later, <laughs> Uh, I finally got it, um, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's it was just an audition process, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I was the the last one to to not yell not it. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's that experience like working on a trauma film? Oh man, it's it's like uh, going through boot camp. Um, it's, uh, in, insanely grueling in a lot of different ways. Um, I mean, just, just the timeline alone, it was about three hours to get my makeup on and about two to get it off every day. And then we were shooting about 15 hours a day in the middle of that 15 or 16 hours a day in the middle of that. So if you do the math, we're, we're averaging for six weeks, we average four hours three to four hours of sleep a night for six weeks straight. Yep. Like it's, it broke. We saw it break a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the makeup effects team and me, we were the ones that were there. We were the first ones in and the last ones out. Cause you know, everyone else could show up three hours later and uh, you know, and, and be ready to go for the day. But it took us, you know, it was a three hour process in the beginning. And so, yeah, everybody in the makeup effects team were, and we're me, we're just, we all were like, you know, super tight and uh, have been for ever since. Yeah. I've interviewed a lot of people who worked on trauma films and it's one or two things. Either they really have nothing good to say or uh, they look on it with either as like a great experience or a learning experience for them. I think it really depends on what they thought they were going to get out of it. If you're thinking like you're going to get uh, become, you know, rich off of tr- working for trauma, you probably had a bad experience, but you know, if you look at it as just the experience itself or a lot of people I've had on said that that was their film school working for trauma. You know, they didn't go to film school and just oh, yeah. be on the set. They learned right. how to make a movie. That's the thing. I was trying to go to film school and I couldn't get a loan to go. And then that's when I got the offer from Lloyd to intern on Citizen Toxie because of the short films that we were making in Minnesota. So it's like that. Yeah, it was a, it was a killer, you know, it, it was a ball busting experience, but like that, that gave me a career. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had any of that if it wasn't for that experience. So I think a lot of people also look at it a little short-sighted where it's like, you can't, like you're saying, you can't look to get rich. It's like, it's an opportunity and it depends on what you do with it. You know, it, yeah, you may not get money from it, but there's so many opportunities and people I've met um, because of my relationship with Lloyd. I mean, when we were trying to get this film, Strange Nature, off the ground, our, that first publicity event, Lloyd sent us a, the 35-millimeter print of Citizen Toxie to hold the Minnesota premiere at our publicity event, keep all the money, whatever we make from it, just to support yeah. us. Like, they didn't have to do that, and he did all that free of charge. So certain things are worth a little more than just a few bucks, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and that was, I mean, I, I, I remember hitting that point somewhere in the audition process during all the callbacks. And I was like, you know, if, you know, if, if a couple of good things come out of this, if one good thing comes out of this, it's going to be worth it. And it's the, the friendships I made and people. In, and I mean, like we were shooting in August, my shirt was, uh, 
uh, latex soaked cotton. So it was basically a rubber shirt and I had a rubber head on and it was all dark. And so I was sweating like a freak all day, every day. Only and one every eye opposed to, yeah. Yeah, with one eye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, every day, Jim had to climb under my armpit to get the makeup off my from from inside my sweaty armpit. I, well, every day, so like, to reapply it, you know? Yeah. yeah. We had to put it back on the next day. Every day I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. And he was like, it's all right. Living the dream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. uh, how about the song Sweeter Than Candy? Like, uh, what... Where did that come come about? Because you have to have a song for the movie. Was this a song that was already around, or was it made for the movie? Well, that's I, a great I, question. I'm in love with like one hit wonders, and I just I just find that that whole concept very fascinating. So I knew I wanted her to be a one hit wonder. So I years ago I came up with the the song was like sweeter than candy, um, and you know candy with a K, and it could be like a, a maybe a candy themed like you know one hit wonder artist. But that's all I had. And I went to my buddy, Tony Bennett, um, not the Tony Bennett, the, the Tony <laughs> Bennett like, wow, of Minnesota. Tony Bennett's saying the same. Um, and he's one of the best musicians I know in Duluth. Uh, you know, we grew up together and I kind of threw it at him. I was like, hey, could you make a song around this? So he, years ago, he made a demo. He did lyrics and kind of did like a little tune to it. And um, it was basically just a demo. And then once we were, you know, making the film, then Big Dave took it. And, um, and then we had another guy, Jake Larson, who was another musician in Duluth. And he finished off a lot of the music. And then Big Dave's wife, Christina, she's actually an amazing singer. So we brought her in and she sang all the lyrics. So yes. it's all like Yay! family. The whole family. family. You know, you know? And then, uh, and, then and then the yeah. best part, the best part was casting the young Kim. And thanks right. to Jeff Pissarro, Jeff came up with the idea because we were like, well, we can't put Lisa in younger makeup. I mean, be 20 years younger, you know, it's that's like, not going to work. And so what we did is he came up with, he said, what about Simone, who is Jonah's sister? And she looks a lot like Kim. And it worked perfect because the two of them, they're brother and sister. Right. And it just, so it, it bridges, worked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she was awesome. And she was, yeah, she did the dance moves. She and did a great we, job. We shot the, I encourage anybody um, that, that digs this, go to YouTube and yes, check out the please. Sweeter Than Candy music video. Oh, the we whole music video is up there. The whole music it's a video. Whole music uh, video. And, it's, and Big Dave did the editing. He did the post on it. And, and I made the, the lips for the dancers. Yeah, they, they the have lips. like sweaty, muscular dancers with big lip heads. <laughs> um, it's like, it's so much fun. You get to hear the full song too. And it's uh, it's really quite brilliant. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited now. <laughs> Eventually, when we release uh, another, like maybe a um, addition down the line, we'll have that as an extra. Yeah, yeah. Did you have any of the shirts made that, on. like, that some of like the the people that are coming? Oh, you actually have one on. One on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Did you sell those? Because yeah. I would totally wear that. <laughs> yes, um, we are selling them on the strangenaturemovie.com website. Oh, so they cool. come in several different colors and everything, and yeah, we'll we'll talk after this. Yeah, um, but yeah, we have the ones just like the tourists wore, and then we have some other funky colors too. 
No, yeah. But I love this. I think it's like the coolest, and thanks like, to like, like offensive that, tourist shirt. I mean, yeah. it's the artwork. Like, the artwork is. Uh, we need Kaplan. to give credit to Randall. Yeah, Randall Kaplan, who's an, uh, another oh great goodness. designer and artist that we work with. He designed this, and it's just yeah, it was like just nailed it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's see. I'm gonna some of the, the uh, questions here. Michael Epstein. He wanted to know. Uh, he well, he liked the gag uh, with the movie mayor line in the movie, where you, where she's like, uh, "You're acting like a, a mayor out of a movie," which is pretty. Funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, it, it totally most reaction to that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's he was so great. He both, you know, and his wife was in the movie too. I don't know if you know yeah, that, the, but the newspaper receptionist is Tobolowski's wife. Oh, really? So they came. They flew out to Duluth together. And knocked it all out in a couple of days. Yep. And yeah. Again, like, and thanks to Jeff Passaro, our yeah. casting director. Yeah, Jeff, because we were looking at for different people for the mayor, and um, and Tobolowski was on our list, and and Jeff knew him, and he sent the script over, and and Stephen was like, like instantly, like loved it. And he said, especially because it's the first time he's ever seen a movie mayor, especially in a genre film that's just not an evil tool. Like he's genuinely, he makes some mistakes, but he's genuinely trying to do the right thing. Yeah. And it, it was written like, okay, if this is a real situation, what might a mayor demand? You know? And we tried to stay pretty true to that. Yeah. Cause a lot of times when you do see a mayor now in a movie, you just, you think he's going to, cause he is so often just like the guy right out of Jaws where he, uh, you know, yeah, in the other movies, exactly, yeah. same thing with it's a clown or a yeah. priest. They're always evil. <laughs> they're never a good person. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Cause they are in real life. <laughs> exactly. Um, they're all <laughs> Clown this priests are the worst. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Definitely cannot trust them. So uh, a lot of movies outside Jonah was that uh was it a physical movie for you to make a physical demanding movie? Yeah, but, but when I was a kid, I was already you know you're kind of into that stuff, running around mm-hmm. in grass and like Minnesota is kind of a good place for like a kid who's eleven to just like explore around because I've never been before. I was originally from Seattle, which is like I don't know, sort of similar with the foresty kind of area, but. I don't know. Minnesota was definitely fun. And being in that, like, kind of weird, uh, what was it, like a farmhouse with the outhouse? It was, I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was we a real outhouse. And people actually had to use that outhouse, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it was a real yeah. deal. Yeah. And when we were <laughs> scouting that, that was an insane experience because we pulled up to that house we opened the doors of the car, and before we could even get out of the car, there were like six condor-sized mosquitoes that had come into the car. They were super aggressive and super big, and they were they were the outhouse skeeters that were the uh, they're just <laughs> great name for a band, but horrible in reality. Yeah. Yeah. Or possibly a movie. Oh my gosh, they were like helicopters. They were so big. Oh, yeah. 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 Nature's like actual size. I'm not kidding. They were this big. <laughs> Nature's blood sucking drones. <laughs> blood sucking drones. Jim's next field. I mean, <laughs> seriously, they were taking our blood for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Watch it after murder hornets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good follow up. So, uh, uh, Carlos, I thought you added like a lot of humanity to Greg because, like, uh, with your oh, scene thank you. with Dave, it's like you could tell that, you know, the, the character knows that Dave's really telling the truth, but, you know, at the same time, you, you're you doing what you think. Yeah, it's just a, 
it's a guy that gets caught up in it, you know, and again, just trying to be grounded and real because the script is, is going to take care of itself. And yeah, almost like the role that the mayor has, it's, it's a, it's a really a role that's written in, to give you a great character. You know, you, there is some humanity to all, you know, the one with the least amount of humanity is probably the, is Hannigan's character, mm-hmm. but even he has a little teeny soft spot, but, yeah, I felt like Larry Fine in the Three Stooges, you know. <laughs> Hannigan is definitely Mo, you know. Justin Overlander's Curly, and I'm just like, "Hey, guys, come on, let's treat the guy with some respect." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that, that's what I thought was important because you, you don't want them to just read like a, just a generic group of guys. Like they all need to kind of, you know, Hennigan's kind of the leader. Um, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, Justin is kind of, you know, Justin more a little more the follower. There's always like more of a follower in the group. And then Greg is kind of like a little more the one that questions things, the voice of reason, mm-hmm. if there is going to be one. He, you know, it's like you, you have to have somebody to kind of fill all those roles, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. That's I a new Dave. Was... I didn't want to hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know if you guys got to, got to a real altercation, you, you'd probably handle it. Oh, yeah. It would take more than a flower vase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. but, yeah. We had one a, one breakable flower base, and we were like, "Be so careful!" Oh, really? <laughs> Damn thing broke, and we tried to glue it back together. The thing, by the I time, by the time we got head. around, yeah, by the time we got around to that part, that thing was more super glue than actual vase. Yeah, and I was like, "The super glue is what's going to cut you now." You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> and it did. Oh yeah, it's, it's nice to show. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was done, man. I was part of my first feature film in December, and uh, there was two breakaway bottles in the movie, and everyone was very protective of uh, of them. So, they um, yeah. I mean, oh they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're not cheap. They're not they're, cheap, and they break really easy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they were originally going to film with some water, so there was like, but I think they were afraid they were just going to break from the from the weight of the water, so we skipped that part. <laughs> right. <laughs> So what was it like uh, the first time you guys, you know, saw the finished movie? And did you do like uh, festivals or, or uh, you know, premieres with uh, with with an audience? Yeah, we did a, a week uh, theatrical run in L.A. And uh, so everybody got to be a part of the L.A. premiere. And then um, shortly after that, we had our okay. festival premiere at the Twin Cities Film Fest in uh, Minneapolis. So and then a lot of people went out for that, too. Yeah. yeah, it was cool to watch people's reactions. And it, it looked great up on the big screen. It was, yeah, as you said, the production value was really, really yeah. good. And it's hard to know when you're there and you're you're shooting late nights and you don't know how well things are lit and you just got to move and you got to move it. In the end, it really was great to see it on the big screen. It came out great. And Thanks. since it, go on, sorry. Yeah, we kind of well, <laughs> we, we had a hint. Um, but it was like, you look at this, you know, monitor on set that's like this big and go, wow, that looks really good. Um, but you don't know how that's going to equate to actually being blown up to full size. And it's, I mean, it looks just as good as it did on a little one. And now that it's been out, you know, uh, the physical release and video on demand, uh, what uh, what has the feedback been like? And I'm sorry for interrupting you, Bill. No, no. I was just going to say, Big Dave did a great job putting putting everything together and um, it, it was it was really quite the undertaking that that was a whole nother process you know once you get it shot and everything that whole well, the day process. had to handle VFX and then we also you know we didn't you know I made the same damn mistake that I see almost every other director make where 
you try to like squeeze in all of your effects into principal photography, no way. Not going to happen. No, we had so to do- we still had to go back to L.A. And I send all these mutant wolves and all this animatronics and all this stuff back and then still had to have like additional shoot days just for effects inserts and all that. Um, cause it's just, it's, it's too much. Like we, when we were in Minnesota, it all had to be location and character specific. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So what has the so, feedback, uh, you know, uh, independent been, like, like, right. Exactly. Um, feedback's been great. Like we, we got a lot of great reviews and great interviews and, and everything. So it's, um, you know, it's, and it's like anything, it's been mixed. Like some people don't like that we mix genres a little bit. You know, some people want it to be like all horror or all drama. And that's just, if for, one, for what I wanted to make, that's just not interesting for me. Like I wanted to like mix it up a little bit. And, and I thought there was room for that. And I think there's enough people out there that appreciate that. Yeah, um, yeah and, my, my favorite headline was, it's like, uh, what was it? Aaron Brockovich meets... Uh, Diehard Huckabees, like through the eyes of Evil Dead or something crazy <laughs> like that. Evil yeah. Dead. Yeah. We got great reviews from Ain't It Cool News and Rue Morgue and um, yeah, a bunch of, a bunch of sites really, uh, we were on some like best of 2018 lists and um, it was cool. I mean, it's like, it's, it's everything I could have hoped for, for, you know, but you know, marketing when you don't, your, your, you know, marketing budget after the fact, after you, again, independent filmmaking you know, it's the marketing part of it. And that's why we're so grateful that you did this tonight. I mean, thank you so much for. No, totally. And I, and I will say too that it's speaking of just like reception and how films are taken. um, I cannot stress to the audience and people watching how important um, uh, the ratings and reviews are. If you like this film or any independent film, they live and die these days mm-hmm. by their IMDb rating, their reviews it's, on their average reviews on Amazon Prime, all that stuff. Like, and really it only matter. takes a second. It only takes it, a second. So, so, like, support it if you can, because you know future projects a lot in a lot of cases will be based on that. And something I never really thought would have thought of ahead of time is like internet trolls with movie reviews are a huge thing, huge yes. thing. And, and we have to, there's no way to counter that other than just with good reviews and good, like we have, we have this like undercurrent where, and some other films have gotten this treatment too, where um, some people, some internet trolls have gone on trying to make it kind of out to be a, um, a left wing uh, conspiracy, uh, like agenda film. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, well, no, that's not what we intended. It's like, yeah, it's a film that cares about the environment and it's an environmental issue, but yeah. that shouldn't be a that's partisan a issue. That, right. It shouldn't, that shouldn't be yeah, political. Like, should like, be I, just, I think everyone oh, wants the world not to. Sorry, we're human beings that care about yeah. the environment. Why does that mean I have to be on the other side? Uh-huh. You know? Um, so you, we the really trolls. have to fight against that too. So Watch out for the it, trolls. Every good review can help counter that. And, I, and I've gone on and I've seen some of these guys that like do that. And you go and you check out what, out, what other stuff they're doing. Right. It's, it's all always, yeah. just trash. It's nothing, 100% trashing films. And so, so some people do it just for fun. Like if you're just some like 15-year-old dickhead, like I, 
I get it. You're doing it for kicks, whatever. But when you see grown men doing it, it's kind of sad, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. I hear that, you know, from a lot of my filmmaker friends, it's the same thing. And, and I think, uh, you know, a lot of times you like, you like a movie and you might not go, I don't know why, but you might not think to, Hey, I should go and, and rate this. But like you said, you know, it, it really helps out. So everybody out there, it does. And they like it, it, yeah. it. Tremendously. And it doesn't take that long. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we have to get the uh, other movie going here pretty soon. Just because uh, okay. everyone's, uh, you know, time wise, but uh, let's go yeah. through everyone. And uh, you can either say like where you can follow you or what you're up to next. Uh, Carlos. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Carlos Salas Rocky and Jim Ojala and his make, Makeup crew were a big part of my film, uh, Witness Infection, yeah. uh, which is screening in the Portland Horror Film Festival this Thursday night at nine o'clock. So, yeah. uh, what did it just win? We won, we won two awards in a row. We won Best Feature at Horror Hound in Cincinnati and Best Feature at Die Laughing Film Festival. Nice. And you can go to witnessinfection.com and see all of Jim's beautiful work. Yeah, and big, and big, and big, so big Dave Maddie as well. Yeah, it's, oh, awesome. it's so good. It's so funny and so scary. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Big Dave Big Dave killed it with that and the stunt coordinating and, and Jim and his team killed it. So thank you. That's it. Oh, very cool. I'm looking forward to uh, looking up more about that. Very good. Uh, Beth. <laughs> yes, hi. hi. Well, Strange Nature movie in uh, South Carolina, just kind of down here looking around and seeing what all is going to be going on in the Southeast. So Ah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Right. Angela. Um, you can find me on, this is Angela Duffy on, uh, on Instagram. And um, I'm going to be doing another film with Jim, actually. Oh, cool. And I'll be dressed whenever filming starts again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, or it starts up back in LA. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be awesome. like a manatee. Yeah, no, it's going to be <laughs> like super freaky and she's going to kill it. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's a, it's a very, very interesting script. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm basically, yeah, going to be just like a sea monster, which I'm oh, wow. super That's excited awesome. about. But it's a sea monster with heart. With heart. I love it. <laughs> I love like all of that kind of stuff. It really, it's fun. Um, and I've been building puppets um, and, uh, and I puppeteer and I have a oh, really? um, cool. show. I've been uh, building up all the episodes and then um, he's going to start reading books and it's for kids. It's just teaching mindfulness. And so for, for kids. So oh, nice. which um, I forgot to bring up, but, sister, a- but those episodes are gonna be starting soon. Was it uh, p- part of the movie I like too? Is there, there is a lot of you know about uh, bullying in the movie, which which uh, uh, I like uh, you know uh, subtext of the movie. Or is, you know, let's see here, uh, Jonah, what are you up to? Uh, you can get me on Instagram at yupwet, and I'm in uh, season two of Pen Fifteen coming out soon. He's so good. And that is a really good sh- yeah that's a really good show okay. I interviewed one of the, the cast members so I watched it and because uh, it wasn't something I uh, would be on my radar normally but excellent show thank you you're yeah. very welcome and uh, David uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter uh, at Big Dave Maddie, and uh, it's mostly pictures of my dog um, but uh, uh, and I'm uh Got a couple things in the can that I can't talk about yet, and uh, stuff brewing that I also can't talk about. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Very but, mis- uh, mysterious man here. But, big 
But you can watch me escort some hookers in El Camino. That you could talk about, the hookers. So I'm very confused what he can't talk about. Very very shady stuff going on. I'm just kidding. And uh, Jim. I love it. Yes, you can find out more about the film um, at strangenaturemovie.com. And our Instagram is at Strange Nature Movie. There's a lot of cool, like, interviews and behind-the-scenes, like, stills. And, and uh, we also have a Facebook page, just um, facebook.com uh, backslash Strange Nature Movie. And our special effects Instagram is at Ojala FX. Um, and we also have an Ojala Productions Facebook page that has all kinds of cool projects. All of our work that we did with Slipknot recently. Um, we have an upcoming uh, Cthulhu film that we did oh, called nice. The one. Happy to wear shirts. Oh, It's coming out soon. They just released the the poster and some of the creature stills on Rue Morgue, and it's so freaky. It's it's going to be awesome. Oh, um, cool. And then uh, and oh, also check out our uh, YouTube page, just Ojula Productions. Um, and there's a lot of cool like behind the scenes video and. Um, uh, music videos and stuff I've directed that's on there. And, uh, yeah. And then we have, um, we just finished Danzig's new movie too, Death Rider. Oh, really? Um, we did the effects for her, So you, that's You worked on Veronica fun. too, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Glenn brought me in for, for one effect. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the blood woman, I think. Is, or the woman in the, uh, in the top. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we also have this thing coming out, the Iron Cheek Massacre. Which I can't talk about a whole lot, but with the Iron Dave's involved, the Iron Sheik massacre. Okay. And yes, the Iron Sheik is involved. Can't say a lot about it, but it's literally one of the greatest things you've ever seen in your life. All right, and I'm, I'm sold. In post right now, and it's amazing. But it's John John Hennigan's baby. But uh-huh. it's. It's it's so good. It's so fun. It's the, the only guest that ever hung up on me was the Iron Sheik. Uh, <laughs> and it was a year really? before. Yeah, a year before he was on Howard Stern, and then like a year after, uh, he was doing that all the time on Stern. I was like, kind of stole my uh, my my gig here. My uh, uh, <laughs> it became much bigger on Howard Stern, but it, re- it, re- it, re- it was only a five minute interview. He just came on the show, and I asked one question, and he just flipped out on me and said he's going to break my back and humble, you know, his feelings. Oh, my God. He hung up. Oh, and, you uh, and all that. It was, the, it was the most hits I ever had at the time. And people still tell me it's their, my favorite interview or their favorite interview of mine, which is I never it, know how to say because, uh, like, I have, like, hour-long interviews, and their favorite interviews is the guy yelling at me. But. <laughs> is it radio or is it video? It was uh, no, it's just the audio. It's on the podcast. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. It was before we went up. I love, I love to hear that. Yeah. I'll send it to you. Yeah, it's, it's cool. very funny. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everyone for doing this. I had a great time, and uh, right. everyone Thank you. Pleasure. Thanks All for having us. And 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 if anybody wants to keep checking it out, we're on Amazon Prime and uh, Tubi also. Right. So. Oh, very cool. All right. Good. Yeah. I will talk to you guys soon. All right. Bye. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Dale. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thanks. Good to see everybody. Yes. Thanks, Love you. From ancient terrors to the search for modern day conspiracies, the tomb of Nick Cage is the new sound in horror rock. Uncover the mystery of old world horror for the new world order on iTunes, Amazon, and more. We should have
tomb of Nick Cage. Stick up the night! Find out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Tomb of Nick Cage. Oh,